doing the visuals as well. Yeah. I think that helps people, doesn't it? Mm. Yeah. So I want to show off part of the... So this isn't a real, it's in a studio. Good. Sab it. Got your lines ready? I'm ready. I'm ready. <laughs> Bonjour. Bonjour. Bienvenue dans l'équipe de cinéma. Je m'appelle Scott. Je m'appelle Jacques. Whoa! <laughs> Before you get confused. Yeah. Oh, don't get confused. <laughs> We're not really French. No. We are. I know that perfect French. <laughs> French yeah, we nailed that. The hell out of you. <laughs> we are Movie Squad. We are indeed. And I am Scott. And I am Jack. And this is the Empire Top 100 Reviews. And this week we have... Yeah, this is number 98. And Ooh, this really? is the French classic. I don't know if I call it a classic. I don't know if I call it a classic. Yeah, French yeah. classic, Amelie. See, you can see where we went with the intro now. And before you before we get carried away, this film is subtitled. So this is filmed in French, all the dialogues in French. So the film itself has subtitles. So hence the a bonjour at the beginning. <laughs> Pre-warning, though, we didn't rehearse a French sign-off. No. That's the... Au revoir, mon chéri. <laughs> Don't need to. No, I know. In the bag. Yeah. In the bag. Dans le autobus. <coughs> Turn it at what? <laughs> le discothèque. Le discothèque. <laughs> <laughs> Let's steer this yeah. remotely back to the film. So this was 2001... Yeah, uh, Emily. so basically what we're doing each week is watching Empire's list of top 100 films and then discussing them. Yeah, yeah. what we think of them. Um, do they warrant their place in the top 100 at all or if they should be higher or lower? Yeah. So it's just really our personal take on that, that industry standard. Yeah, exactly. Now this, we wasn't looking forward to this, was we? I was a little bit worried because I, I had seen this film before and for some reason I didn't think it was subtitles and I'm going, oh, this is quite a good film actually. But then when I put it on, I was like, oh, subtitles. Which You you, you were right that because I nearly made a near fatal mistake. What's that? Because in searching for the film, I searched Amelia and nearly watched the wrong film completely. Oh, well, that would have been a difficult conversation, wouldn't it? It would have been, would have been. But I watched it, and I, I was the same as you, actually. I think I've watched this before. Yeah. It, was, it was very familiar. Yeah, same. I can't remember where I've seen it, but yeah, definitely seen it before. Mm. So number 98, um, let's just go through the facts and figures. 2001, and it scored 89% on Rotten Tomatoes. Strong score. It's a very strong score for somewhere bottom of the list. Yep. And uh, it pulled in a total of 13 awards. That's, it's for, across the board, you know, all the then as yeah, well. Including the best original screenplay. Yeah, I mean, it is a great film. Although it really is. You're talking like it's nearly 20 years old now, but it's, it still holds up. It's it's an enjoyable watch. It really is quite engrossing. I found yeah. myself, you know, it wasn't like, oh, let's put this on and, and get through it. I was actually watching it and enjoying it. Not for kids, though, is it? I thought it was a kids' film. No. Not for kids. No. After Dark. Yeah. There's some boobies and stuff. 
<laughs> but yeah, so Sam Paris, mainly filmed in Paris as well. Yep. And it tells the story of young Amelie. Amelie Poulan. <laughs> She's got a bum ticker, see? No, I so her that parents homeschool her. Yes. So her father is a doctor. Yep. And he um what's the right misdiagnoses her as having a heart condition. Yep. Because as the subtitles dictate, because he's very um, socially awkward, isn't he? Yeah, it's very. Um, I mean, before we start recording, I was saying it's almost like a start of a good comic book film, isn't it? You know, mm. it's got all the bits. It's got all pieces. the bits you need. Mm. So uh, she's misdiagnosed because he's very socially awkward, so he doesn't get the whole like daddy daughter hugs and stuff like that. So when he does make contact with her, he's like bizarre annual medical checkups. Yeah. Then her heart rate kind of soars because she's excited about this interaction with her dad. So he thinks she's got a heart condition. Mm. So she's then homeschooled by her mum. Who's a little bit odd in herself. A little bit odd in herself. And this kind of really kind of reduces her world down, doesn't it? Yeah, she's very much like homeschooled. <laughs> I like the bit about the, the fish. Uh, basically her home life is so bad her pet fish tries to commit suicide oh what was his name Bobbler or something like Bobbler the fish uh, jumps out the tank like da 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 (laughs) (laughs) but yeah so she has this um, it it sort of jumps doing it through little phases she's like around what six or something like that I think when she's diagnosed yeah that's it yeah she's like and then obviously it starts leapfrogging through stages she gets older to get us to the body of the film yeah when she can leave home so then that's what happens she leaves home and she starts her adventure and she starts her life then yeah she basically moves to Paris doesn't she and uh, you know enjoys all the sort of connotations of being a single female in Paris Mm. Um, but yeah her little weird quirks follow her around yeah so what would you say is the kind of uh, main body of the storyline from this point I mean it's very meta isn't it it's almost like breaking the fourth wall sometimes so you've got the uh, narrator who obviously punches in and out every now and again mm-hmm. he narrates bits and pieces um, and then there's obviously a little like, almost like nods to the camera sometimes isn't it so yeah. it's her basically yeah. finding her way through Paris helping her friends you know, almost like fighting for the, you know, the, the the little the little man, shall we say? You know, the people who need the help the most, like the uh, the poor guy that works at the grocers, who's always getting bullied by the boss. Mm. You know, he's a bit simple, isn't he? But uh, you know, well, this is all stems, isn't it? Because she, um, it all starts when the news of uh, Lady Diana in the accident died. Yeah, I and, uh, that's a bit sh- odd in itself, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's like, really it's, odd. Isn't it? So um, yeah, the kind of the TV's on and the news breaks and the shock. She drops like the lid off her perfume bottle or something like that, and it runs into the bathroom, disturbs a loose tile, and as she moves the tile, she sees Jack and there's some like hidden treasure. And yeah, from, like, one of her past tenants or something. Yeah, like that. the tin, isn't it, of the boy? You know, all these like stuff from when he was a kid, like mm. the little toy car. So then that sparks her to want to return this just to see his reaction and yeah. return his buried treasure. Yeah. And, and from that moment, that's when it all, the whole journey starts, you know, where she's becomes a, a kind of do-gooder. Yeah. In a strange way, but a it's not like a very... superhero. Mm. Mm. Parents died when she was young. She's mm. got some sort of physical ailment. Slightly she's socially awkward. Slightly socially awkward. <laughs> Crap at food hygiene, keeps her putting her hands in the fucking... 
been on the seeds. The seeds, yeah. All right, Amelie, you work in a cafe, you've got like a food hygiene about you. Who's your hand there? Yeah, <laughs> put your hand in all the beans and like, oh, make this for dinner with someone else. Dirty girl. <laughs> but that's it, she starts becoming this. I don't know the best way to describe it because it's, it's not like a <laughs> like a really bad vigilante yeah like with like avenging people <laughs> putting these really odd wrongs yeah people are mean to like books <laughs> but she is a really interesting tale on how she kind of goes out of her way really goes out of her way to create these false realities really yeah exactly that, that's yeah. what she does she doesn't wrong right yeah or right wrongs yeah right wrongs right wrongs right wrongs yeah, she she kind of recreates, I suppose, what the the perfect outcome was meant to have been. Yeah, that's it. And um, it's just a, a nice feel good film, isn't it? Mm. And it, and it's filmed really well, like really bright colours. Um, Paris itself is obviously one of the main yeah. stars of the show. Um, I, I read that they before they filmed anywhere, they would go to a location and literally scrub it to within ends of its life because obviously Paris is. You know, main city, not the cleanest of places. It's probably like putting your hands in all those beans. Well, yeah, imagine that, putting your hand on the wall and putting it in the beans. Oh, food hygiene all over it, isn't it? They'd get one, wouldn't they? Have five. I would. would. Disgusting. Must do better. <laughs> but yeah, so she goes on this, and it is, it is, it just flows. It really flows well, doesn't it? Because um, I just like the humanity of it. You know, when she is the, the uh, blind guy in the tube station listening to some music yeah. and. And then she kind of takes him out for that really like explains it all really quickly. Blah, 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 yeah, like rushing him through the streets. This kind of like sensory overload. But she's going, oh, this is the butchers, and this is that, and this is that, and he's like, and it just opens his world up. Yeah. So it's a really nice. Yeah, it's. I've just noticed that. That's there. Oh no. Um, can it? Can you hear still? I don't know. But we'll have to soldier on now. Yeah. Oh well. I'll be all right. But. Um, Yes, yeah, so she does all these bits and pieces for these people that don't know that she's doing them. Like yeah. Obviously, like the blind guy. She's the Dark Avenger yeah. in Paris. <laughs> Just stop with that link. She's not an Avenger. I can't, I can't see it now. Mm-hmm. I've seen it. So, what did you think of the actual, like the, the, the body of the film when she's doing all this stuff? Because it doesn't really keep... Escalating doesn't, doesn't go anywhere when she starts this journey. Yeah, it's not like she helps the man with the tin, and then you know you see his life. It's just literally like these little interactions with people that she like works with, lives yeah. with, lives within their little tower block and stuff. It's um, it's just like I said, it's just an enjoyable film. It wasn't painful to watch. It wasn't like didn't drag on. It was yeah. It didn't feel like I was watching yeah. a film in a foreign language. You know what? It's almost like um sort of like short you know like Shaun of the Dead like uh, that sort of like quick quite quippy mm. um, the way it's shot like it's always there's always something that gets your attention yeah. like a bit like how Spaced was filmed the TV series Spaced with uh, Simon Pegg and Nick, Nick Frost that was always quite quick camera angles sharp yeah. short it's like that and it, it just keeps you glued to this, the, 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 the screen and also got a big feel of if you was French or could understand French, it was probably really funny. Yeah, I think like that's the thing as well with the subtitles. I think you do miss a little bit of that, like yeah, because your eyes are down. Yeah, your eyes are down, and and as well, like some things don't obviously translate well into the English language, so you're never going to get that true. 
translation of that, that, yeah, that yeah. delivery of humour. Yeah, there was always that, that language barrier. Mm. But did you see who the um, so the guy in the calf? Um, the oh, what was his name? The one that used to film uh, record. Yeah, he's in Alien Resurrection. Was he? He's the guy in the wheelchair. Did he get that? Yeah, yeah. I recognise him from somewhere. So I beat it as usual. <laughs> Aiden Resurrection, the guy in the wheelchair. Actually, there was no faces in there that I. Uh... No, none at all. No, yeah. because uh, it was originally written for Emily Watson. Yeah, British actress Emily Watson um, from Red Dragon fame, the blind girl from Red Dragon. Yes, so um, that would have been interesting. An English yeah. actress in a French film with a French. Uh, script I don't see how it would work no because the whole beauty of it is that it is a French film it's all in you know it's, it's in well it's filmed in French and I had how would you mm. I hate that sometimes like as I said before like a film is it's all encompassing isn't it so it's all it's filmed in Paris all the actors actors and actresses are French yeah. filmed in the French language it's like when they try and remake it with English it just does it gets lost in translation. Yeah, it wouldn't be the film it is. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying but to think that, of, an, of an example where they've done that, where they've made a foreign film into an English film and it just loses its... Mm. But it is absolutely well-deserving to be in the top 100. Yeah. Because it was so nice to watch. It yeah, was just a, a pleasant watch. Yeah, it was a pleasant watch. You didn't have to think about it. You didn't have to really follow too hard of what was going on because no. it was just even though it was very quick moving in places. Yeah, exactly. Because she was so consistent, was she? It was, just, it was her her film right the way through, yeah. and everything else was kind of running in parallel. Yeah, and she's easy on the eye, so that's not a bad thing either. I'm going to grow that fringe out. Now. Yeah, but that's a proper like, French girl's haircut. Yeah, it was, yeah. Yeah. I was trying to figure out what sort of time frame it was set in, because... 1997. Oh, yeah, of course. Cool. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, makes sense. Come on. That's what I'm saying. With the old, you miss so much with the subtitles because you're like. Well, it was quite a big clue in there. Yeah. Because it was that moment, that accident that started off the whole journey. Such a long time. Like, you don't realise how long, like, 97, there was hardly anything, was it? Like, mobile phones weren't a thing, really. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, it was it kind was of. News was through. Yeah. Through the news. Yeah. And even the tellies were. They're like proper old school tellies, like with the old like CRT. Yeah, big fat, weigh like 40 kilograms. Carry that up the stairs. Emily, <laughs> bad heart. But going back, touching back on your uh, superhero thing, did you pick up on something else which could be interpreted like that? A neighbour. Yeah. The painter. Right. With brittle bones. Uh, Mr. Glass. Mr. Glass. That's what I'm saying. That could have been. Imagine if this is a prequel. They could do French, that. Well, that's French. what they did with Thing, didn't they? Like 20 years later, you had Split, and that was a. Imagine there's an Amelie sequel in the world. Son of Glass. Yeah. The painter. <laughs> painter <laughs> comes to life. But it was great. I, I really enjoyed it. It was something I was not overly. Mind you, I was, I was looking forward to it compared to Raging Ball. Yeah. Because I knew that was going to be tough. And I was really really pleasantly surprised by it. Yeah, definitely. Um, young French girl with bad heart, does nice things for people, and it's a nice colourful watch. I think that's what I actually said on the back of the DVD, wasn't it? Oh, did it? Yeah, no. word for word, what you just said. Yeah, Amelie Poulain. 
<laughs> Dicky ticker. Yeah. Bat jam tart. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> Narrated by Jason's Dave. Dad's a bit weird. Doesn't like to touch her. Moody doctor. Yeah. But all good. All good. Roll on to the next one. Yeah, boom. Next week we have the James Cameron. A big, big type. Monolith mm. of a film. Titanic. Whoa. Spoiler alert, it crashes. What? <laughs> You've not seen it? It sinks, mate. Thanks. Yeah. You must have seen it. That was, I think that <laughs> came out in 97. Was it? I think so. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not normally wrong with my film dates. Yes, so next I don't, week. I don't know what I'm hiding. <laughs> if anything, that's counterproductive. <laughs> <laughs> yes, so next week we are dialing into number 97, Titanic. Um, 97. Oh. And it's number 97 in the list. So ominous, mate. Yeah, this got 7.8 out of 10 on IMDb. No, I would have thought, not drifting off family, but just tear that ready for next week, I would have thought this would have been higher in the list. Yeah, but that's what I mean, it's hard, isn't it? Because like, this is a global absolutely monumental slab of movie. yeah this was in the cinemas for like seems like forever it's still in there now yeah made like all the money mm. I don't know it's hard that's I mean this this list of 100 is very hard to gauge because yeah yeah it's when once we in 100 weeks time <laughs> when we've done all the 100 films all withered yeah I'm all grey and less hair we can talk about the hundred in its entirety and maybe switch some stuff around and yeah. if things aren't in there maybe we pull it into a top ten yeah and if stuff ain't in the top 100 we can sort of take about why because no doubt in these coming 97 weeks I'd imagine this list will change well I don't know I don't think so I think that's like a fixed article it's you know it's, they're set in I don't think they'd switch them out we shall see yeah as time well, it better not, because imagine if we watched Amelie, then all of a sudden it's not in it. Or it goes up. Yeah, it goes Rage up. Watch it again. Rage Ball goes up. Oh, watch it again. <laughs> but next week, Titanic. Yep. Do send in those questions and movie squad at fandomwire.com. Get involved. Let us know what you thought of Amelie. Yeah. Of course, teeing up for Titanic and all of its glory of DiCaprio and Winslet. Oh, Kate Winslet, English Rose. <laughs> Take us away, Jackson. Find the podcast on SoundCloud, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts. We drop this episode every Wednesday, and the main episode, Movie Squad, we talk about all the week's news, drops every Sunday. So, yeah, find us on fanwire.com, SoundCloud, Stitcher, wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe and drop in some comments and some emails. Yeah, exactly. Stay in touch, and we shall see you. Next we say au revoir, mon cheris, avec Jack, avec Scott. I'm so sorry. French. <laughs>